Well, tonight I have just a very short reflection I would like to take together here in the Word of God. The message of this reflection is just simply come to the light. I opened the service with John 3.16, again, a very familiar passage that many of us have heard. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, and whoever would believe in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And as that passage continues in verse 17, I want to walk you through what Jesus is saying here. These are the words of Jesus. And he says this, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. Now, I want to stop there for a second, and I want us to consider what the word condemned means. I looked this up. The dictionary definition of condemned means to be sentenced to a particular punishment, particularly death. And so to really just drive that home, you've all been invoiced tonight. Perhaps you got one of these on your way in, and you're like, what in the world is this? So if you want, now's the time to get your little invoice out. It's time to uh, settle accounts here. If you don't have one of these invoices, I want you to just lift your hand. Our ushers will get you one. But they have one for everybody. So the ushers are coming down the aisle. Just give them a little bit of a wave. That way you can get your invoice. We're not charging you for attending tonight. This is an illustration, so just hang with me here. Just lift your hand. The ushers will be able to give that to you. But all of us, all of us have an accounts payable that is our sin balance. We have a sin debt. The Bible's very clear that all sin and fall short of the glory of God, and you see that verse here on the invoice. The Bible also tells us that the wages of our sin is death. Isn't that just cheery good news here on Christmas Eve? The wages of my sin is death. But here's the thing. As we walk through this, you'll see that that we all have a penalty, but that's not where the story ends. But as we walk through this, you'll see a description of all these things that are considered sin. The first one is an original balance. This is passed on. If you know the story, this is a real account. This is truth. God created everything at the beginning, and he also created Adam and Eve, and they sinned, and sin entered the world, and now there's a curse on the world. And death was not a part of the equation at the beginning, but when sin entered the world, death was now in the equation. And so as humans... We pass on our sin nature to our kids, and then our kids pass their sin nature on to their kids. These little ones were so sweet tonight, but I'm telling you right now, they have a sin nature. Can I get an amen? Yes. Well, all of us have that sin nature, and then there's these things that come from that. We, we struggle with unbelief. In fact, Jesus said the Holy Spirit's going to come to convince people of their need for Jesus. And he he says the sin of the world is their unbelief. So that's one of the first sins is unbelief and and doubt. And and we struggle with pride and we struggle with greed. 
We struggle with immorality and adultery. We struggle with anger and hatred and unforgiveness and bitterness. And we, we struggle with lies and deceit and, and being someone who's jealous or, or coveting. We struggle with drunkenness and debauchery. And then in case we didn't get the entire list, the bill includes miscellaneous. We'll just sweep that in there. But this is our sin debt. And notice the tallied balance there. Death, 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 death for the total of death. How about that? So what this says, though, in John 3, Jesus' words, he says this. God sent me, essentially that's what he's saying to them. He sent his son, me, Jesus speaking, into the world, not to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And whoever believes in Jesus is not condemned. And whoever does not believe stands condemned already. See, this is your invoice without Jesus. But what Jesus is trying to say is, if you'd let me take care of this invoice for you, you don't have to worry about death. I've come to bring life. I've come to bring light into the world and so one of the things I have there is, does anybody need some debt assistance? Now, the Bible's clear. You can't get to heaven on your own. You can't try to cover up all of these sins, and hopefully death won't be a part of the equation anymore. If I just do enough things, if I give enough money, if I become a member of this church or that church, if I get baptized or if I take communion, maybe God will accept me. Listen, those are all good things, but it's not what will pay your sin debt. Your sin debt is paid by the blood of Jesus Christ, and it's covered if you put your faith in Jesus Christ. And so we see here in Matthew 1.21, when they chose the name Jesus for this precious child, they said, we're going to name him Jesus because he's going to save people from their sin. And then we see in Romans 5, 8, God shows his love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Hebrews 9, 12, Jesus entered once for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves. That's what they did in the Old Testament. But it came by the means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. Now, the first part of Romans 6.23 is at the top. The wages of sin is death, but there's more to that verse, and you see it down at the uh, bottom there. It says, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so this gift has been given. For God so loved the world that he gave. And just at Christmas time, we give gifts, but that gift needs to be open. It needs to be received. And so you'll see there in Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and you are saved. And so we receive Jesus. We believe that he is the Son of God, that he did come to pay the penalty for our sin. And so we recognize we need Jesus. 
Jesus said one of the very first things the Holy Spirit's going to come and do is he's going to convince people of their need for Jesus. If you don't have Jesus in your life, your sin balance is not covered. And Jesus was very clear that those who don't come to faith in him, they'll be eternally separated from him. And he calls this place hell, and it's very serious. Jesus talked about it a lot. And sometimes I think we can just gloss over that part. The, the seriousness of dying in our sin. Yes, it's the wages of sin is death. It's eternal separation from God in this place of torment called hell. But God doesn't want you to go there. So he gave his son so that you could be redeemed. At the very bottom, you'll see basically four phrases to help us Remember the gospel story. This Jesus, he's existed forever. He's eternal. And think about this. He left his place, which is heaven. So he left his place. He came to your place, which is earth. He took your place, which means when he was on the cross, he had all the sin of the world, all the sin of humanity on his shoulders. He took your place. You deserve death, but Jesus paid your penalty. He took your place so that he can take you to his place. He left his place. He came to your place. He took your place to someday bring you to his place. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, and whoever would believe in him will not perish. The death thing is over. But what you have to look forward to is everlasting life. That is the gospel. And Jesus says this in verse 19. This is the verdict. He says, light has come into the world, but people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. And everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. If there's anything I could sum up is that tonight God is asking people to come to the light. Come. Come to Jesus, the one who has paid your penalty for your sin. We sang the song, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, and there's a line in there that says, He was born that man no more may die. This invoice of death can change, and it can change by coming to Jesus. To drive this point further, we have the high school and junior high that are going to share with us the ministry here of drama. So I want to draw your attention here to this. When you consider what this child, Jesus, came to do to save people from their sins. To pay the penalty and the price for our sins so that our debt can be paid. And he's come. He's done that. He's given his life. But the response, there's something we need to do on our end. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever would believe in him, that part right there, have you placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sin? See, if you've done that, there's a bit of a transaction that takes place. You see, this invoice, something happens. We put our faith in Jesus and his blood covers us. And this invoice is now paid. Paid by the blood of Jesus. His blood covers my sin. His blood covers your sin. But you have to apply that into your life. Come to the light. Come to Jesus. Anybody else got an invoice they'd like paid right now? Anybody right here? Okay, open it up. Paid. 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 Paid by the blood of Jesus Christ. Anybody else? You got your invoice? Paid. Paid. You put your faith in Christ. He pays for your sin debt. You put your faith in Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him will not perish, but you'll have everlasting life. Amen? I want to pray together. Because it's possible there's someone listening right now that when you consider your accounts payable, when you consider your sin debt, have you taken that to the Lord Jesus Christ? If you have not, I want to lead you in a prayer to receive Jesus. It's not just about stamping some sheet of paper we gave you tonight. It's about truly going to the Lord and saying, I want you in my life. Please forgive me of my sin. If you would desire that right now, I want to encourage you to pray with me to receive Jesus. Come to the light. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. Lord, it is your desire that none should perish but have everlasting life. So you gave your son. He left his place. He came to our place. He took our place on the cross, paying the penalty and the price for our sin that we no longer have to walk in darkness. And we come to Jesus. And Lord, if there's someone right now that would desire to receive Jesus and his covering for your sin... I invite you to pray with me right now in your heart and just say, Jesus, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And tonight I realize that I need you. And so I'm asking for forgiveness of my sin. Please forgive me. Please cleanse me and make me right with you. And I thank you for this gift of salvation that is paid for by the blood of Jesus. And tonight I receive you as my Lord and Savior by grace, through faith. Thank you for saving me.
Father, we thank you right now for everything you're doing in our hearts, our lives, as we consider the debt that you paid for all of us. I pray, Lord, that we would walk as people who have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus, to live lives that are pleasing to you, no longer messing around with these things of sin, but walking in purity and walking in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for redeeming us. Thank you for this night of worship together. May you receive all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.